0: Welcome to the Limitless Mindset Podcast. This podcast will teach you to acquire superhuman mental abilities and hack your reality. In this episode, we discuss the number one reason you are not living more limitlessly and how to vanquish it by adjusting two mindsets practicing superior time management, and a few biohacks for increasing personal energy. So, in today's episode, we're going to talk about the number one reason why you aren't living as limitlessly as you would like to. And Woody, what is that reason?
1: The reason is that you are too busy.
0: That's right. And you know it much better than I know it. You are just too busy. In this episode, in this podcast, we dispense all types of really, you know, pretty interesting advice about the things that people should be doing to live a more limitless life. Like you should have a more active social life you should be watching documentaries about educational subjects you should be traveling to other countries you should be reading more books you should be practicing memory systems you should be exercising for at least three hours a week to keep your brain operating as healthy as possible and you should also be spending about twenty minutes daily training your mind with software that'll actually make you smarter. And these things all take quite a bit of time. And they're very important things to living healthy and achieving the goals and the things that you really daydream about. But unfortunately, a lot of the time, you're just too busy to accomplish these things.
1: Unfortunately, that's the truth. And so for this podcast, I would like to start off with a quote from H. Jackson Brown Jr. Don't say you don't have enough time. You have exactly the same number of hours per day that were given to Helen Keller, Michelangelo, Mother Teresa, Leonardo da Vinci, and Albert Einstein.
0: That's that's very powerful. Thank you. Okay, so we're going to dive right into this episode because me and Woody are both pretty busy today. So we don't have very much time to do this podcast episode, but we're doing it anyways because it's an important thing. So the first mindset to keep in mind when you're trying to address this, this really huge problem of the fact that you're a very busy person with a lot of things going on, but at the same time, you do want to live limitlessly. You do want to get ahead and accomplish your goals. The first, Thing you need to do is you need to learn to say no to the tyranny of the urgent but unimportant. So, let me explain to you what this means. So, Woody is actually doing this podcast before he has to go and fly to what uh, nine different cities in the next like week and a half, right?
1: Six cities in the next nine days.
0: Six cities in the next nine days. He has a film project that he's doing with a non profit called Pelotonia that he'll actually tell you a little bit more about at the end of this episode. And he's been running around town all today getting all of his stuff together for his flight. And he probably just he probably wants to go to sleep right now and get some flight for, get some get some sleep before the crazy day he has. But instead he's doing this podcast and so This podcast is not something that's urgent. It's not something that if we don't do this podcast that we're going to have people calling us, asking us for money, or we're going to be getting kicked out of the places we live, or we're going to be... Our, or our cars are going to be breaking down or our clients are going to be calling us and getting mad at us if we don't do this podcast. But this podcast is something that's important to our long-term goals. And it's important to us because we we're able to help a lot of people with this. So what you have to realize, a mindset that you have to take is that if you do want to live limitlessly, if you do want to get closer towards those really big dreams that you have, you have to learn to say no to the urgent unimportant things. And so, this is going to in the short term, in the short term, this may actually increase your stress levels a little bit more because you're going to have times when you're going to have to tell your boss, "No." Or you're going to have to cut tell your wife or your girlfriend or your roommate or different people that are valuable relationships to in your life. You're going to have to say, no, I'm sorry, I can't do that. I'm not going to take care of that thing in this time. I'm doing this other thing that's related to this goal that's not going to immediately create satisfaction within the next couple hours for me or for you. But it's very important to wear I'm going with my life and what my values are so it's really important that you say no to the tyranny of the urgent yet unimportant things
1: well said Jonathan the next point is the fallacy of thinking that pursuing your passions will be easy you often hear people say find someone who will pay you to do what you love and you will never work again you'll never work another day in your life you see that's That's not true because although you're passionate about something, it'll be satisfying, but it won't be easy. Whether you're starting your own business, you're getting a degree, you're writing a book, or you're just getting yourself in shape, you have between several weeks to several months of motivation, running off passion, and then you just need to resort to the more traditional form of motivation. Pursuing your passion is hard work, and you need to be mentally prepared for that hard work. It won't be easy just because you like what you do.
0: Yeah, you know, when I think about this one, I like to think about uh, JFK and about that great speech that JFK gave back in the 60s. And it was such an impassioned speech. And he said, in this decade, we're going to go to the moon. And that was such an ambitious, that that was debatably the most ambitious thing the most ambitious idea any leader had ever shared with his people. He said, in this decade, and when he said that, that was just when they were beginning to do the Mercury space flights that were just barely getting outside of our own atmosphere. And he said, in this decade... We're going to go to the moon, and we're going to do this thing not because it is easy, but because it is hard. And so JFK knew that going to the moon was something that people could get extremely passionate about. In fact, the American people got so passionate about going to the moon that they were able to almost forget that they were in a nuclear arms race with the Russians that almost wiped out a good portion of the United States. And that was if you look at a lot of historical theories on JFK, that is one of the predominant historical theories is that he wanted to find something that could really dig deeply into the passions and the psyche of the American people that would distract them from having a terrible war that would, that would that could literally kill off a, a very high proportion of humanity and so he said this is going to be a passion that this is going to be a passion driven venture but it's not going to get be easy at all so i think when we're looking at our passions we shouldn't take the attitude of oh yeah i'm going to find something that i like to do and find someone to pay me for it i think we need to take the action of uh, the the mindset of this is something we're going to do because it's hard not because it's easy so i think when we're looking at why we're too busy to be living in a healthy way or really pursuing everything that we want to do we need to take a hard look at a number of different things in our life which are very common time wasters even for ambitious focused smart people the kind of people that listen to our show woody that we do have some time wasters in our life that we need to be that we need to take an honest look at so the first one is commuting now A lot of people spend a lot of time commuting. In fact, it's usually somewhere in. for the average person that has a job or they go to school or whatnot, the average person has to spend about an hour every day, even some people up to two hours every day, commuting to and from their work or commuting around town running errands or taking care of meetings and that sort of thing. And commuting is really a... I I think that commuting is, is almost a crime against our own time because commuting takes hours out of our day and it takes our most productive hours out of our day if you think about the time that people spend commuting it's usually like an hour in the morning or 30 minutes in the morning or whatnot when they're in rush hour traffic or maybe they're taking a train or metro or public transportation and then it's about an hour at the end of the day so it's, it's between one to two hours that are during the most productive times of your day that you're that are being wasted just either sitting in traffic or sitting on a bus or metro transportation system and so i think that people need to try to look at what are the what are the things they can do to cut down their commuting times as much as possible and something that i've found is that if i'm living in the central part of my city it cuts my commuting time pretty much in half and I don't have a traditional job usually my, the commuting I do is going around to different places throughout the city to do meetings with clients or whatnot or discuss strategy for a particular project here and there so my my, my work is not centralized to a single location. And I think there's probably actually a lot of people that listen to the show that are kind of like that, that their work and their errands that they run throughout the day are not centralized to a single location. So if you can pull out a map of your city and be like, OK, where is the middle of where most of my meetings occur? And then. If you, you know, obviously there's people that like own a home and that it's really inconvenient for them to move. But if your time is really as valuable as I believe my time is, and as I think that limitless people regard their time as being, then it's definitely going to be worthwhile to be living in between where, you're, uh, in between where your commitments are. And then also, I'd highly encourage you when you are commuting, As much as possible, try to listen to audio programs and podcasts like this as opposed to just listening to a radio station or a CD of music because that way you can absorb knowledge while you are commuting. And I imagine there's a lot of people listening to this that are commuting while listening to this podcast. So kudos to you for leveraging your commuting time for the maximum uh, absorption of knowledge and skills.
1: Definitely, and another thing that you can do to help save your precious free time is uh, your your TV watching time. When you watch TV, the amount of commercials and filler that goes on is absolutely ridiculous. For a 60-minute show, there's at least 20 minutes of commercials. And you just do the basic math. You watch an hour of TV a day, which I think is being very conservative. You know, once a day for a week. You know, you're know you wasting a uh, exorbitant amount of time. So you can watch stuff on Netflix, on Hulu, 2 Me. There's a ton of different online ways and even ways on your TV to watch stuff without commercials. And that way, you're saving yourself some time and making the most out of your time if you do want to relax and watch TV.
0: You know, my friend Sean, the... The Internet Pirate is the very best way I can describe him. He told me... He got me turned on to 2plus.me. And 2plus.me two two plus is the best place that I've found so far online. If you want to get like really like hot shows streaming like let's say okay let's say someone likes to watch like whatever the newest coolest show is or whatnot like that you're not really gonna find that on Netflix or on Hulu but 2 plus.me is like one of those internet companies that's like incorporated out of like the Isle of Man it's one of those like uh, yeah it's it's a it's an internet piracy thing. So if you're against internet piracy, then you definitely should not use 2plus.me. But if you want to be able to watch the coolest shows, the coolest new documentaries, and the coolest new movies for free with absolutely no commercials and really good streaming quality, I would use 2plus.
1: You know that by advocating internet piracy, you just ended up, you just put us on some sort of list, Jonathan.
0: Oh, I'm 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 headed out of the country here soon, so
1: Oh lucky.
0: catch me if you can. <laughs> Alright, so the next major time waster, and I think I think me and you Woody have probably been guilty at least several times a week of wasting our time with this time waster is social media. And social media and Facebook Facebook, probably more than any other social media, can be a real time waster. Social media is such a brilliant consumer product because it's, it's by nature just so narcissistic. Because everything about social media is about telling the world about yourself and about how cool and interesting you are. So I think it really kind of takes advantage of that. That, that human uh, narcissism and interest in our own selves. So the primary way that I can think of to not waste your time on social media is to use social media actively as opposed to reactively. So this is the way that most people are going to use social media. This is the way that me and you probably use social media from time to time, is that we go onto Facebook or Twitter or wherever, and we just start looking down the feed, and we're like, oh, let's see what is going on that's interesting or amusing or slightly entertaining in our feed today. And before we know it, 20 minutes have passed, and we haven't done we haven't accomplished anything it's been totally unproductive so what I think and so I consider that to be a reactive way of using social media because we're just reacting to what we're saying on there so I would say as opposed to doing that every time you log on to social media whether you're like okay I'm gonna go on for an hour or I'm gonna go on for five minutes or I'm gonna go on for 10 minutes be like I'm going on to social media with a very specific purpose And this purpose doesn't have to be some noble huge purpose. Like let's say you want to make sure that you've got a bunch of fun parties lined up that weekend uh, to go to. You know, go on for an hour with a specific purpose of touching base with all your friends and being like, Hey, this is what I want to do this weekend. I propose that we meet at this place at this time and I've got such and such thing hooked up so we'll have an enjoyable time. And then do just that and then get off social media. Well hold, oh, John, think-
1: I'm gonna stop you right there. Look at some cute girls for a couple minutes and then get off. Let's let's be honest here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right, right. Okay, another way to help with your social media addictions is that there are two pieces of software and they're actually both available as really good free trials that you can try them out, see if they work for you. One is called facebooklimiter.com and then the other one is called rescuetime.com and we'll have links to those in the show notes but if you go on those websites, they will, like for example, let's say that I'm like, okay, I'm only going to use social media in the evenings after eight o'clock in the evenings, after I've accomplished my primary productive time during the day, I can go and use these softwares and they will not allow me to go to Facebook during the daytime when I should be focused on getting my stuff done. And what they'll do, you can also set them up to block like YouTube. So if you're one of those people that Spends, you know, uh, if you're one of those people that spends a couple weeks out of every year watching videos of kittens on YouTube, then, uh, then we can help you with your, uh, with your feline, with your feline addiction there.
1: (laughs) All right. That takes me to our next point. And this might be a little bit tough to hear, but it's, it's valid. I think the more you think about it, the more you'll agree It's that, Sometimes there can be relationships that take up too much time in your life. And it could be anyone, no matter how close or how distant. A wife, a husband, girlfriend, boyfriend, best friend. Someone who requires constant advice and help with their life. And that sometimes can be tough, but sometimes can be necessary to limit the amount of time you spend with certain people if they're not enriching and adding to your life per se.
0: Yeah, you know, (laughs) this actually happened to me one time. I was actually one time the guy that I got cut out of a relationship like this. Because there was this girl I was dating a couple years ago, and she lived like really far away. This was when I was living downtown, and she just lived like way out in the middle of nowhere. And I had no idea how far she would drive. She had to drive to hang out with me. And so, uh, so yeah, so I've been, I've been on the, I've been on the other side of the the relationship that had to get cut off because the, the return was not, was not enough on it.
1: (laughs) That's, uh, that's tough, but sometimes it's, it needs to be done.
0: It was, it was for the best. I respected her a lot because she was like, Hey, my time and my job is way more important than driving two hours so that I can hang out with you and get drunk at some bar. And I was like, that's I am not that special. You should not be spending that much time just to hang out with me and have shallow conversations.
1: <laughs> well well said.
0: Next topic, next thing, and we've touched upon this a few times before, so we're just gonna describe it briefly, is say no to things. And so a lot of the kind of people that listen to this show are very social people. And a problem that very social people have is that we have a hard time telling people no, being like, no, I'm sorry, I can't I can't be on. Your chair for your event that's going on. I can't. I can't make it to that party. I can't do this. Um, I can't take on this extra project at work. I can't write um, this extra, you know, blog article for such and such websites, Because you always have to look at whenever you're saying yes to something, there's a lost opportunity cost of working on things that are really truly important to living limitlessly, living healthy, and getting you to where you want to be. So whenever possible, say no to things. And this actually has kind of the opposite effect that you would think it would have. You would think it would have an effect where people would be like, Oh well, this guy is a jerk. He's you know a douchebag or whatever um, because he's not willing to help me out with this thing that I need help with. But it really has an opposite effect of that. It really has the effect where people value your time more, and where they don't call you up or they don't send you emails or they don't you know try to talk your ear off. Unless they've got something really, really good for you that's really, really worthwhile for you. And another thing that kind of goes along with this is that you want to always dictate terms of anything that requires your time. And I would say you almost even want to do this arbitrarily. Is that if people come to you and they're like, say, we want to get you involved with such and such project, such and such social event, etc., even if what they are proposing is totally reasonable, propose back to them something else just a little bit different, a little bit changed than what they say. Like if someone comes to you and says, hey, would you get coffee with me on Tuesday morning? Be like, oh, you know, Wednesday morning is much better for you. And what that does is, again, it's arbitrarily just saying hey my time is very valuable and I'm the one that's complete I'm the one that has complete control over my time.
1: One thing that you can do is you can put arbitrary time limits on tasks because the time it takes to complete a task generally expands or contracts to fit the amount of time given for it so make an estimate on what length of time something will take before starting on it and think about how much you care about something because I'll be honest when I grab lunch with someone we could probably chat for two hours two and a half hours grab some beers have a great time chat two and a half hours and then half my day is gone or I could say hey I'm grabbing lunch I'm gonna meet you at noon and I have a meeting at 1 so let's finish it up at 1 and you'll have an hour lunch and it'll fit into that because you'll go in knowing that everything you need to get done within that time period you have to and so Put arbitrary limits on tasks based on how much you care about and how much and how important they are to you.
0: Thanks, Woody. Now I'm gonna discuss some biohacking. Tips to increase your personal energy Because let's say that you're listening to this podcast And you're like, yes, this is totally me I'm a person that's smart and ambitious and focused And I have a lot of really big dreams of things that I want to accomplish And while at the same time living a balanced, fun, healthy life But I am just way too busy to spend the time doing these important things non-urgent things and so let's say that you go and apply all of these time management stuff that we're talking about here but you find that by the time you get home you just don't have enough energy left whether it's the actual physical body energy to be running around doing all the physical things that are involved with living limitlessly or whether it's the mental energy and the focus and the creativity to work on the things that are really important so there's a couple of biohacks that are going to help you with your energy one thing that's very important is to take a look at your diet now for oh what would you say Woody for 6,000 years of human history people have been accomplishing beautiful artistic amazing things on the side of of their day jobs. I, I think if you talked with pretty much any historian, they would agree that at any point throughout history, people, average people like you and me, were just as busy as they were, as they are today with their day jobs. But we still managed to accomplish all these beautiful artistic, you know, things throughout history. So what we have to look at is we have to look at our diets. The You should, a a human being should be able to work about eight or nine hours at a job, and then they should be able to take a short break, and then they should be able to put in about another hour to two hours of work on a project that maybe isn't quite as strenuous as the project that they do as their, their quote unquote day job. But due to our diets, our diets actually sabotage us in a lot of ways. So here's what you want to do to make sure that your diet is not sabotaging your energy levels. You want to make sure that you are avoiding things like bread, cheese, and high glycemic foods. So high glycemic foods are going to be things that have like a lot of that are made of uh, of grain that have a lot of processed sugars in them. So think of things like pretzels, rice, pasta, crackers, potatoes and bagels. And if you'd like some more information on brain power diet, I actually wrote a ebook with a companion audio program, and also a companion mobile tool that you can access from any smartphone that has about 50 pages of information about how to calibrate your diet specifically for brain power. But if I was gonna describe it really concisely for you, I would say, yeah, make sure you're avoiding bread, cheese and your high glycemic foods and then you want to focus on snacking more and mealing less so if you can eat small meals throughout the day as opposed to big meals that's going to keep your energy much more sustainable so that you'll be you know still taking on projects and working on things that are really important just like me and Woody right now recording this podcast at 10 p.m. at night Okay, next uh, biohack, if you are a coffee drinker, and a lot of you are coffee drinkers, what you want to do is you want to be drinking coffee when your energy is cycling down as opposed to when it's cycling up. Now, what a lot of people do when they drink coffee is they drink coffee as kind of like their thing to do to get started in the morning. Like they go and brew up a pot as soon as they roll out of bed, or they stop by a coffee shop on the way to work and so as their body is naturally increasing the energy levels to start the day they're going and doing this caffeine supplementation so that's not actually what you want to do what you want to do is use caffeine supplementation when your energy levels are tapering off so I personally like to drink coffee in the late mornings and I like to drink coffee later in the afternoons as opposed to right after lunch that way my body is keeping a little bit more of that natural healthy energy cycle but I'm getting more but I'm getting my my supplemental energy from my caffeine at the end of the day and then final tip for increasing your energy and this is something you hear us talk about a lot is get yourself on a good nootropic. So a nootropic is a brain supplement which is formulated to increase your three essential neurotransmitters and so those neurotransmitters are serotonin dopamine and acetylcholine and acetylcholine is the neurotransmitter, the primary neurotransmitter actually that's responsible for your brain communicating with the muscles in the rest of your body. And interestingly, when people have chronically low acetylcholine levels, their body energy is always very low. They still might be very mentally alive and very creative and focused, etc., but their body just gets very tired, very easy. The two other neurotransmitters serotonin and dopamine are the neurotransmitters that make you feel good and feel confident and feel social and feel fulfilled and interesting and happy with the world so if you can sustainably and healthily boost those three neurotransmitters you're just gonna have a much higher level of body energy throughout the day and you're also gonna have a higher level of mental energy and mental focus so if you head on over to our website limitlessmindset.com backslash marketplace we actually have about sixty different nootropics there and interestingly i have of those sixty different nootropics i've done a lot of due diligence studying on them and the nootropics industry is kind of like a wild wild west industry it's actually not that regulated so There's kind of a lot of BS products out there in the supplement industry in general. And there definitely are kind of some BS nootropic products out there. But on this section of our website, I've done a lot of due diligence and I've identified six products that are really legitimate products that really get the job done. So if you head over to our website, you can see that. And it's, it's funny, the list was actually seven originally, but I recently started trying one of the products because the manufacturer of it was nice enough to send it to me and it just did nothing for me. So I had to I had to remove it from my list, even though I uh, probably have to burn a little bridge with the manufacturer of that particular product by doing so. But um, if you head over there, you'll find a, a, a guide to all those. Also, I wanted to mention um, exciting news. I'm working on a deal right now to actually get free... Nootropics For the people that listen to this podcast Because I think a lot of the people listening to this Have probably heard of nootropics before And you want to try them But you just haven't like pushed the button quite yet Of going on to some website somewhere on the internet And plugging in your credit card number And getting it sent to you Hopefully when you do, that'll be my website But I'm working on a deal to get you them For free actually So you can try them out before you risk uh, Before you risk a single cent am I okay sweet speaking of three things in this episode we do not have a money making technique but we have a money saving technique for you so isn't isn't that that
1: the same thing John isn't a penny saved a penny earned
0: no that's just something that clever marketers say no lied (laughs) to
1: again by marketers
0: Imagine that. Okay, so a couple of episodes past, we were able to interview Dr. Mark Smith... Who was one of the preeminent neuroscientists in the world? And he had developed this really great dual end back training software that works really well at increasing IQ and increasing fluid intelligence. Fluid intelligence, if you don't know, is the intelligence that you use when you are, pro- when you are problem solving problems that are standing between you and what you want. So it's when there's something that's in your way, and what you're doing is you're fusing all your past life experiences and things you've heard and intuitions and beliefs and principles and skill sets together to knock this thing down and get to what you want. And that's your fluid intelligence. And... It's actually been scientifically proven that fluid intelligence can be increased by as much as 40% in as little as 20 days using what's called... Called Dual and Back Training Software. And so a really preeminent neuroscientist, a friend of mine named Dr. Mark Smith, has produced the very best dual and back training software available. And it is, of course, available for purchase on our website, limitlessmindset.com. However, again, in the interest of hooking our listeners up as much as possible, I actually found a free version of that software that they can download and try it out for free. And it's definitely Definitely not as good as Dr. Smith's software, but it's still going to get the job done. If you practice it for five days a week, for 20 days, for 20 minutes a day, you will increase your. Fluid Intelligence and IQ Using this completely free software That you can get off of our website You just need to head over to LimitlessMindset.com And sign up as a free community member It takes all of about 20 seconds to do And you can be on your way, increasing your IQ and increasing your fluid intelligence and generally kicking ass and living more limitlessly. Oh, Woody, do you want to just tell a little bit about what you're doing with Pelotonia for those listening that might not know about Pelotonia?
1: Yeah, totally. I'm working with this nonprofit and we're going to be filming this video and we're going all around the United States to film this awesome video for this charity and it's going to be a good time. My flight is leaving 8 a.m. tomorrow morning, bright and early. And so when that video finally comes out, I think it's coming out mid-August or so, uh, I'll be sure to post it to the Limitless Mindset so all you wonderful people can see it.
0: Legal notices. Legal notices. If you or someone you know developed or created a concept, piece of content, or idea shared on this show, please email us at info at LimitlessMindset.com so we can mention them in the show notes or provide a backlink. We want to give credit where credit is due. As a listener to the Limitless Mindset podcast, We hope you have and practice common sense. However, since some of the content covered in this show deals with subjects of a health, legal, or business nature, this show is for entertainment purposes. If you need recommendations of doctors, nutritionists, or attorneys to consult before making decisions that may have health or legal repercussions, please email us at info.com at LimitlessMindset.com.